his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. 208 and 15 mark. Welcome back in. I'm Ian Hoke sitting in for Scoot on the air today. He is in Portland with his family, but he'll be back on the air here in New Orleans on Wednesday. So you got me uh, the rest of today and then again tomorrow. We're going to have a fun show tomorrow. I need your help. I need you to send me ghost stories or like scary stories, things that have happened to you things that you've seen, if you've ever had like a creepy encounter with something supernatural, write it up and email it to me at this email address, wwlspooky at gmail.com. I just set that up uh, just for this specific purpose so you can send me your scary stories. Got a great response last year, and I really enjoyed reading your scary stories on the air. So we'll do that in the 3 o'clock hour tomorrow. But I can't do that if you don't send them to me. So go ahead and just type it up. Doesn't have to be long. Doesn't have to be elaborate. Just tell me a tell me a, a spooky thing that happened to you. And then email it to wwlspooky at gmail.com. And I'll I'll read those on the air tomorrow in the three o'clock hour. At two o'clock uh, tomorrow, we're gonna talk to Danielle Allen from Harvard University. I was having a conversation with Walter last hour. Uh, we talked about term limits. And we talked about uncapping the house and adding more than a thousand new congress people to the lower chamber so you know you have almost 1500 congress people where right now you only have 435 and i know i i don't think there's anybody that said oh hell yeah we definitely need a thousand more people in congress like that doesn't intuitively sound like a good idea or uh, uh, something that anyone would really uh, desire but I think the, the, the point is, is that by adding more representatives, you reduce the number of constituents per representative. Right now, each person in Congress, I think, represents like 750,000 people, which is too many. That's too many for one person. And the way that the founders set this up is that the, the chamber is supposed to grow in proportion with the general population of the United States. But about 100 years ago, they got to 435 and said, ah, you know what, we're going to call it good. We don't really need any more. Maybe we just uh, maybe we just need a bigger room, you know, and we're just kind of feeling crowded in here, so we're not going to add any more Congress people. But Danielle Allen at Harvard University says by adding that many more representatives, it would make actually Congress work a lot better, and it would be more responsive to its constituents. Like Like I was saying with Walter, um, it's it's hard to come away with the idea that very many people in Congress 
um, are doing the job as it was, I think, originally designed to be done. You know, it seems like they they get there and then they get elected and they start, you know, getting super PAC money and they aren't responsive to the needs of their voters. I know I'm painting with a broad brush and there's some people in Congress that aren't aren't going to fit into that category. People that are good public servants, people that do care about their voters. All this is to say, adding a thousand more Congress people would make would make them work harder. It would make them work for us in a way that they sometimes don't. We're uh, still giving away a pair of tickets to the uh, Saints Bears game. It's coming up on Sunday. You can score two tickets to the game plus a pair of VIP tailgate passes from Bullvi Events Group. So you can get up there, man. You win this contest. You're going to go to the VIP tailgate party. There's an open bar with premium liquor. And there's all this There's delicious food by this celebrity chef. Who is it? Aaron May this year? Yeah. Man, I went up there. They got all kind of good stuff. And it's all you can eat. And you know, like I said, open bar, premium liquor. It's a beautiful view. You're looking out over Champion Square at the Dome. So we want to send you. All you have to do is go to WWL.com slash contests with an S on the end. And you just have to enter your email address and date of birth. And you're automatically entered to win. And we are running this contest for just another couple days. But uh, you should go to WWL.com slash contests at your earliest convenience and get entered for that. In a couple of minutes here, I'm going to talk to Kevin Callouette, who is a medical entomologist and director of the St. Tammany Parish Mosquito Abatement District. Mosquitoes have been pretty bad lately. There's been an explosion in the mosquito population. The drought and the wildfires have actually been making it even worse. Coming cold temperature should help us out with that a little bit, I would hope. Um, so we're going to talk to Kevin Callouette in just a minute. But I wanted to ask you also, what strategies do you use to do your own mosquito abatement? Do you have, uh, you know, like the zappers, the things you plug in that, that, that suck the mosquitoes in and then zap them? Or like what are some other, you know, sort of do-it-yourself mosquito traps? I've seen people, I don't know, you know, try to catch fruit flies and stuff. What are you using to trap and kill mosquitoes in your home? That's what I'd like to know. See what's going on. On the Oakland Art Jewelers talking text line over here, I got some of them going to wrap up from last hour. Here's a text that says, all this talk about the cold front, bring it. Remember, it wasn't that long ago we were seeing temperatures that were touching 110 degrees. As someone who works outside, the front can't come soon enough. Yeah, man, after the summer we had, I'm ready to be kind of cold. Here's a text that says, uh, we got to realize it's been 80 degrees. So if it gets down to 40 degrees, that isn't a huge temperature change. I know 40 doesn't really sound like too cold, but it's going to be like 10 degrees with the temperature change. And if it's windy... Game over. Also talked a little bit uh, about NFL teams that have kind of soft names. Last hour we were talking about the Cleveland Browns, and uh, they're named after the founder and the coach, Paul Brown. And this text says, I like to think the Browns are named after bad, bad Leroy Brown, who is the baddest man in the whole downtown. (laughs) That would be pretty cool if the Browns were named after bad, bad Leroy Brown. Here's a text from Dan in Bywater who says the Cardinals were a ferocious mascot invoking the terrors of the Inquisition until the Catholic Church forced them to start using the avian mascot. Interesting. Uh, Big Daddy Doug is here today. Big Daddy Doug says, what if we change the New Orleans Saints to the Swamp Dogs? We could use the head of a pit bull on the body of an alligator and maybe the song Who Let the Dogs Out would mean a little bit more. Uh, Wait, 
Okay, so the Swamp Dogs. Okay, so you know you're New Orleans Swamp Dogs, but the the logo, the emblem is a an alligator with a pit bull head. You know what? If we're gonna go in that direction, we might as well go with the Rogaroo. The the Rugaroo. The Rugaroo. Yeah, the New yeah. Orleans Rugaroo. Yeah, the, the national commentators will have no damn idea how to pronounce that. All right, I got to do a, a news bomb real quick. Let's get these ready to go, Coleman. We'll just get some headlines from Washington and around the world. And then we'll be speaking to Kevin Callouette about the mosquito problem. In remarks to the Republican Jewish Coalition candidate forum on Saturday, former President Donald Trump says he thinks the United States had not sent a clear message of support for Israel before the Hamas incursion. On that terrible Saturday morning, the world saw once again that the conflict between Israel and Hamas is not a conflict between two equal sides. This is a fight between civilization and savagery, between decency and depravity, and between good and evil. There is no comparison between a group that worships death and a group that cherishes life. Former United Nations ambassador and Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley was at that same forum, and she says she thinks Democrats' policies on Iran set the stage for the militant attack on Israel. If you stand with Israel, you don't cozy up to Iran. Biden followed in Obama's Iran-sympathizing footsteps by helping Israel's number one enemy. There would be no Hamas without Iran, and there would be no murders without Iran giving the green light. Ron DeSantis was there as well. He says that if he's elected president, he won't even allow refugees from Gaza to live in the United States. Political correctness will end this country if we don't stop doing it. And I said you don't want the Gaza, and what they said was, well, they're not all Hamas. Well, look, they elected Hamas, let's just be clear. They were cheering for Hamas. Uh, meanwhile, urgently needed aid supplies are finally trickling into Gaza. The World Health Organization truck moves slowly through streets, teeming with people, pulling up outside Nasser Hospital in Canyonis, following Sunday's largest convoy of humanitarian aid yet. 33 trucks, which entered the territory from Egypt. Relief workers say the amount is still far less than what's needed for the population of 2.3 million people. The UN Agency for Palestinian Refugees, known as UNRWA, has been trying to keep water pumps and bakeries running. Last week, UN officials said hunger was growing. Israel's siege has pushed Gaza's infrastructure nearly to collapse. I'm Charles Dillardesma. And finally, the World Bank says that oil prices could be pushed into, quote, uncharted waters if the war between Israel and Hamas intensifies. The World Bank's commodity markets outlook says that while the effects on oil prices should be limited if the conflict doesn't widen, the outlook would darken quickly if the conflict were to escalate. Over the weekend, Israeli tanks and infantry pushed into Gaza, and Hamas officials have called for more regional assistance from allies, including Iran-backed Hezbollah in Lebanon. The World Bank estimates that effects should be limited if the conflict doesn't widen, and oil prices are expected to decline to an average of $81 a 
barrel next year. It says that during a medium disruption, the global oil supply would decline by 3 million to 5 million barrels per day, driving oil prices up possibly 35%. And a large disruption would shrink the global oil supply by 6 million to 8 million barrels per day, and prices would go up by 56% to 75%. Donna Water, Washington. I'll remind you again, you need to email me your ghost stories, your spooky stories, things that have happened to you or just stories that have been kicking around your family for a little while. I want you to email those to me at wwlspooky at gmail.com. I'm going to read your ghost stories on the air tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Man, it's haunting season. We were talking a little bit. We had Bobby Brown back there, and I was just thinking about Ghostbusters and all the Halloween movies I like to watch. You know what else I really like to watch this time of year? The Addams Family. <laughs> Slaps. We're going to come back right after this with Kevin Callouette, medical entomologist, and the director of the St. Tammany Parish Mosquito Abatement District. Looking forward to this conversation. Stick around. I'm Ian Hoken for Scoot. I'll be right back. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I got some great suggestions for sort of do-it-yourself home mosquito abatement techniques. I want to thank you for texting those in. I'm going to get to those in a minute. And if you're on hold, please stay there. I'm going to get to your calls. I'm going to get to your text messages. But first, I'm going to have a conversation with Kevin Callouette, medical entomologist and director of the St. Tammany Parish Mosquito Abatement District. Kevin, good afternoon. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, thank you, Ian. It's, it's good, to, good to talk to you. And you, sir. Okay, uh, just kind of take us right through the, 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 the story of why there's so many damn mosquitoes around here lately. Yeah, so just just in time for Halloween, right? The real <laughs> bloodsuckers are out. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, and and this is the time of year that I like to call these the the, the, the true vampires are coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, really, we have three or four different species that are creating our problem right now, and they're all generally all associated with the marsh in the coastal Lake Pontchartrain Basin, mm-hmm. uh, all the way up into Lake Maurepas, and then all the way out into uh, New Orleans East area as well. So uh, these three species, I go by their scientific name. The, the number one uh, mosquito that's causing the problem is called Culex nigropalpus. And um, that mosquito, yeah, that mosquito always comes out this time of year, but we're seeing it in numbers that are probably double the typical year. Um, and there's a couple of factors that I think are happening. Number one, we had a very dry 
uh, a dry year, of course, you're still in that drought. Mm -hmm. But then at the end of that drought, just two weeks ago, I believe it was October 11th and 12th, we had that tropical system that started in the Bay of Campeche and moved north. It didn't give us much rain, but it sure brought us a lot of gusty winds out of the east, and that pushes that water into the Lake Pontchartrain Basin. And we saw tides that were, you know, one to two feet above normal, and that pu pushes water into those marshes, and that's, that's what was producing these mosquitoes, we think, at this moment. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk the, the different kinds of mosquitoes that we have around here. Tell me about what, what differences there are between them. Like how, what's, what makes one, the species that you just mentioned, you know, what, what separates it from its mosquito brethren? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think uh, to the general public, any mosquito is the same. It's the one that's biting you is the one that, that needs to die. Yeah. But there's actually, there's actually about 60 different species that call Louisiana home. Um, and that's wow. because we have a lot of different variety of habitats, uh, a lot of places that hold water. Um, well, they all have their own niches. You know, some of them are in that marsh. Some of them are in the uh, wheelbarrow in the backyard. Mm -hmm. Those are those are going to be different species that are just, um, you know, occupying a different ecological niche. Some of them are going to bite animals more. Some of them bite humans selectively. So it, it really it's a it's a pick your poison, and that's also the same for what season of the year they come out. And I, I know everybody when we get to this time of year, they're like, hey, it's October. We've got these cool fronts coming through. Well. It's also 85 degrees outside um, before those cool fronts come through. And, um, and those mosquitoes like the, the temperature a little bit cooler than mm -hmm. the 95 and the 100s we were seeing in the mm -hmm. summer. That's a little bit too hot for them. Um, so these slightly cooler temperatures, but still warm between 75 and 85 is probably their optimal where they, they tend to be most active. And that's because m mosquitoes, like most insects, are ectotherms, right? They're cold-blooded. So they're taking their temperature from whatever it is in, in, the, in the environment, and they become more active at that optimal temperature range. I see. Okay, so talk to me about the St. Tammany Parish Mosquito Abatement District. What's, you know, I, take, take me through the work that you do, you know, personally, day-to-day, -day, very specifically, but also the different ways that you, well, abate mosquitoes. Yeah, so it, it really, you know, we cover the, the thousand square miles of our parish, and and what we do primarily is we set traps. We have over 130 locations that we set traps every two weeks in the parish. And we're using that data to identify what species of those 60 are creating the problem uh, in which areas of the parish they're coming from. And then that's what, what we use to determine where we're going to send our spray trucks, our airplanes, and our helicopters to try to control those mosquitoes. Mm -hmm. We also do that so we're not spraying when we don't need to spray. We want to make sure those mosquitoes are high enough uh, so that we can treat them at the right time, uh, so that we're using the, the resources as, as cost-effectively as possible. And, and also, the more we spray, uh, it tends to make our sprays less effective. So we only want to treat for mosquitoes when we absolutely need to, and we, we know this is one of those times of year we absolutely need to because those mosquitoes are are above average, um, in some case, twice what they usually are. Explain to me why the spray gets less effective the more you use it. They become uh, resistant to it somehow? That, that's exactly right. It's called uh, developing insecticide resistance. And that's because the sprays we use are generally very effective. Mm -hmm. We're actually creating an evolutionary bottleneck when we treat those environments with that uh, on purpose. We want to kill as many mosquitoes as possible. 
But what that does is if there is one or two that survive, they may have a genetic mutation, and that genetic mutation is then selected for um, because it's, it's not washed out by the genes of all those other susceptible mosquitoes that have just died from that treatment. So the more we spray, if we spray with the same product over and over, you're going to drive more resistance into those populations. And so we have a whole lab team that also monitors the effectiveness of every insecticide we use, and we rotate those insecticides so that we're not causing that resistance problem in our populations. Do you ever have to worry about killing too many mosquitoes? Killing too many mosquitoes. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, uh, if I had a magic wand and uh, I could just, you know, make mosquitoes go away all around the globe and just get rid of them and be done with them, you know, I would do that, but a lot of that <laughs> would screw up the food chain, right? I mean, a lot of things eat mosquitoes, and, and I just wonder if other other animal populations are affected by there not being enough mosquitoes around. Yeah, there have been a, a several number, a several studies that have looked into that, and mosquitoes do make a, a, an important part of the food chain for, for other in, aquatic insects as well as some small fish, but generally all of those other predators that eat mosquitoes including bats and birds and other things are eating other they're 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 generalists they can consume other insects as well Mm -hmm. so it's thought that if you just take out all the mosquitoes from the world uh, you probably won't won't really reduce the whole uh, food chain as 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 greatly as you you would think it would because those those mosquitoes are so small they're making up a very minute proportion of any of those animals diets That makes perfect sense. Okay, great. Um, uh, Let's talk about mosquito-borne illnesses, uh, West Nile virus, encephalitis. Uh, What's what's the sort of outlook on the risk from those diseases right now? Sure, and that's a good follow-up to your last question, too. If we could eliminate the world of mosquitoes, we would also be eliminating uh, 700,000 deaths Mm -hmm. in people every year, most of those being children in sub-Saharan Africa dying from malaria every year. Now, we don't have malaria here in the United States, um, but we do have lots of West Nile virus every year. And the outlook this year has actually been much more reduced than in past years. Um, But it's still active this time of year. We actually did get our our lab results back last week, and we still had three um, groups of infected mosquitoes found in St. Tammany in that one mosquito I was mentioning, Culex nigropalpus. So it's still around, and people still need to take their precautions using their repellents and whatnot. Um, as much as, as, you know, to use the effective ones. I'm not sure all the the DIY ones that are going to come in and how effective those are going to be. But, um, yes, we still need to be concerned about arbovirus transmission in our area. You said that we we don't have malaria in the United States. Do you expect that to remain the case as the world warms and we see, you know, subtropical animal populations and different uh, different life, yeah. life forms, you know, they, they, they're going to go to farther away places than just the tropics where we're used to, you sure. know, like sub-Saharan Africa. Is that a thing that, that, that you think about? Like in your office, are we thinking eventually we'll have malaria in Louisiana? So that's a great question, and I did, I did misspeak a little bit. We do have cases of imported malaria oh, sure. that come into the United States every mm-hmm. year from travelers. And this year, we actually had four states that had local transmission of malaria, and those would have uh, stemmed from a traveler coming in, uh, infecting the local population of mosquitoes. We have the vector of malaria. We've never gotten rid of the vector of malaria, even though we 
we eliminated malaria from the United States. Um, but for malaria in particular, it's thought that our transmission might be somewhat limited because of our air-conditioned sort of, um, you know, way of life. And the other side of that is that we have a advanced healthcare system. So if you are getting sick with malaria, you're immediately going to the hospital, and that puts you out of reach from mosquitoes, again, biting you, picking up that parasite, and being able to transmit it to another, another person. I see. So the bites that we receive, we, we don't get one-tenth of the bites that the folks in, uh, in those other developing countries are getting because we live in such an air-conditioned environment with adequate health care yeah. access. Ah, thank goodness for that. Um, well, what, what can people do to protect themselves from mosquitoes and mosquito-borne diseases? I, I asked people earlier, you know, how are you doing your own mosquito abatement at home? Do you set traps or do you have one of those, you know, zapping tennis rackets or something like that? What, what do you recommend for people? Yeah, and, you know, so you, you, can, you can certainly hear about the DIY ones, about uh, the use of garlic and whatnot. I don't recommend garlic necklaces that might work for vampires, but for <laughs> mosquitoes, we recommend that people stick to the, the EPA-approved repellents, uh-huh. and that's, that's going to be DEET. That's the old standby, of course, DEET, uh, oil of lemon eucalyptus, picaridin, and there's a whole list if you search for EPA-registered um, repellents. Obviously, you're going to want to cover up, too, as much as possible. We give that advice in the summer, and I think that that gets laughed at a lot. You know, wear long sleeves and pants if you can to avoid mosquitoes. Avoid dusk and dawn, the key activity periods for mosquitoes. Um, And this is always a concern for us for Halloween. We want to make sure people are aware um, and and maybe pack that repellent inside that little, um, you know, your your jack-o'-lantern as you go trick-or-treating this year. We, we hear about people, uh, sometimes we meet people who say, well, I, I've got sweet blood, you know, mosquitoes love me, or I never get bit by mosquitoes. Is that real, or is that just anecdotal evidence? Like, is, is there things about our, our diet or our, our body chemistry that makes us more or less attractive to mosquitoes? Absolutely, and, and my wife is one of those that you always want around you in a crowd, right? Because you want one of those, one of those people— that way they, they go to the, the person that's more attractive yeah. than you. They bite them. No, uh, certainly there's, there's studies that, that's shown that certain blood types, um, any, anything that's going to increase the, the blood at the surface capillary level, uh, mosquitoes can sense that and are going to be more attracted. So drinking alcohol, you're going to be um, you know, expelling much more CO2, um, pregnant women, they're breathing more, more. There's more cues out there for mosquitoes to find you. You look more attractive to, to a female yeah. mosquito looking to fill, it, fill its abdomen full of blood. Somebody told me the other day that, uh, you know, the female mosquitoes bite you, but male mosquitoes are, are louder. Like those, when you hear, like, that's a male mosquito. Is that, that, that sounds like an old wives' tale to me. Yeah, I, I would go with that, too. That sounds like a myth. Okay. Um, yeah, so mosquitoes are making, their, their wings are making that frequency that you hear, that, that, yeah. that high whine. And the males actually have really developed antennae, and they, they've got those so that they can find the females. Well, they can find females of their species based on, on what that sound sounds like, wow. how the frequency of wavelength that, that that's happening uh, in, in those, those wings beating. Yeah. Um, on the Oakland Art Jewelers talking text line, I got a couple comments. Here's one that says, hey, Ian, the mosquitoes in Mandeville on the lakefront are horrible. Could you ask the gentleman, what happened to our mosquito plane? 
what happened to our mosquito plane? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, so we have a we have a mosquito plane, and we also have a helicopter now that that spray at night. Um, it's 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 out there. It's doing its job. Uh, those crews are out there as as frequently as we can go at this point, and we're alternating between the trucks and the airplane and the helicopter these days. Great, cool. Um, anything else you want our audience to know, Kevin? Before we let you go. No, um, you know, we, we're aware that there's mosquitoes out there, particularly <laughs> in the Madisonville and the Mandeville area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, we found these in our traps a couple of weeks ago. We start taking those precautions as we can. And, and just we urge everybody to take their precautions individually as well. And um, hopefully this cool front will cool it on down for mosquitoes, too. Yeah, indeed. All right. Thank you very much for your time today, Kevin. Nice speaking with you. All right. Thank you, Ian. All right. Take take good care. Kevin Callouette is a medical entomologist and the director of the St. Tammany Parish Mosquito Abatement District. As promised, I'm going to read some of your text with suggestions of do-it-yourself mosquito abatement technology. Some of these are pretty interesting. We're going to get to these in just a second. We'll take care of some business. Give me a call. Shoot me a text. 504-260-1870. That's the Oakland Art Jewelers Talking Text Line. I'm Ian Hoke. I'm going to be here another hour and 20 minutes. I'm enjoying spending this time with you. Give me a call. Talk soon. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need to change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Got some great texts here on the Oakland Art Jewelers talking text line. This one says, hey, Ian, down the bayou, some bait shops sell Avon Skin So Soft for the fishermen to use. It repels skeeters, no see and biting flies. It makes them smell good, too. That's good. Fishermen could probably use the help. Here's a text that says, now in a sense of fairness, do the mosquito side of it. No way, man. <laughs> You can't both sides this. Nobody likes mosquitoes. 
we're not going to give them a platform to spread their mosquito propaganda. Here's a text that says, don't kill Skeeters. It's the state bird. Big Mike on the bayou. Thank you for that, uh, Big Mike. Here's a text that says, uh, I plant a lot of wax myrtle trees. It's a small native tree shrub that smells wonderful and is an excellent mosquito repellent. The female trees also produce a tiny berry, which I collect and make bayberry Christmas candles. Just a great native and underappreciated tree. The wax myrtle. Hmm. I did not know that. Uh, somebody texted in and said, is there a certain blood type that's more attractive to mosquitoes? And I would have thought to ask uh, Kevin that, but I had to just Google it. Yeah, it looks like O. If you got type O blood, uh, that means you're tastier for the mosquitoes. And here's a text that says, for do-it-yourself skeeter prevention, <laughs> Vietnam is Skeeter Central, but during the war, it was discovered that napalm took out mosquitoes, as well as the Viet Cong and NVA. Given our drought conditions, however, I don't see this as a viable option here. Yeah, uh, napalm probably does a pretty good job of taking care of all kind of uh, biting insects and stuff, right? I don't think that we're going to be dropping that in Madisonville, but, you know, I guess whatever worked in Vietnam. Yeah, so I used to work at uh, Oakwood, uh, Victoria's Secret in the Oakwood Mall. Really? Right, and uh, like the Texas said, a bunch of fishermen would come in, and they would buy cases of the lotion Amber Romance. And I didn't understand why. Like, they would just come, like, just buy cases. You're I'm kidding like, are they, are they going back somewhere and selling them at the market or something like that? And the guy told me, like, no, for some reason, this lotion wards off mosquitoes and insects. Like, they put on Amber Romance when they go fishing, and the mosquitoes don't touch them. Wow. I'm still kind of stuck on the fact that you worked at a Victoria's Secret. Yeah, it was, I, somebody dared me to fill out a job application in any high. It was a prank. We didn't think it was going to actually happen. Somebody told me, hey, uh, I dare you go fill out this job application in Victoria's Secret. I said, I'll go do it. And I actually got the call back and they hired me. And I worked there for like four years. That's incredible. <laughs> Good place to pick up chicks, too, I would guess. That's another story for another All day. Right. Good luck. Good luck. Good. So your, uh, your entomologist friend, he also cleared up a conspiracy theory. Now I know that those aren't chemtrails coming out of that hospital. That's actual mosquito repellent. He was saying, yeah, we got the helicopter that goes up at night. I had some conspiracy theorist friends oh. that thought, oh, that's the government trying to that's poison a, us and make uh, everybody all upset. Yeah, so I'm glad he cleared that up. No, it's just a mosquito helicopter, man. That's not so bad. Um, hey, let's tuck in David in Atlanta. David, welcome back, man. It's been a minute. You know why mosquitoes draw blood? It's because it, it's necessary. Only female mosquitoes sting and draw blood because uh, it, it they need it to uh, what incubate their uh, offspring. Yeah, that sounds right. And it's the biggest killer in the history of the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he said the biggest animal killer. Yeah, but I've read articles where they uh, they're researching um, mosquitoes that will um, actually carry some type of uh, uh, disease that will, I think, go will carry on to other mosquitoes that will wipe out mosquitoes. But And, you know, I read something years ago, I think it was in the uh, New York Times science section, that mosquitoes are actually part of the Earth's balance because it kills so many people, at least, you know, in history it has. Yeah. It keeps the human race from overpopulating, just like, you know, we kill deer in a forest because if there are too many deers... The, 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 uh, there's not enough um, substance to uh, keep the deers alive, so there's disease and starvation. So actually, uh, some people believe, some scientists believe that mosquitoes are necessary to the balance of the planet by not by keeping the population under control. Because if there are too many people, 
again, that would be starvation and disease. Yeah. Whoa. Interesting. Well, thank you for that, David. That is a cheery thought. You need mosquitoes around or we'll die of starvation. Uh, nice speaking with you, man. Take it easy. Keep in touch, okay? Thank you. All right. Bye-bye now. Uh, on the Oakland Art Jewelers Talking Text Line, there's another text here that says, uh, Mosquito zapper lights have a dual purpose. They kill the mosquitoes and they're free redneck entertainment. LOL. Here's a text that says, I have a Daisy Red Rider BB gun that I've been using on the mosquitoes. This person's pulling my leg. Right? You Come on. How are you going to be shooting an individual mosquito with a Daisy Red Rider BB gun? you got to have a good shot. you got to have, have a good aim. Have you seen the size of the mosquitoes here in the South? They're about the size of quarters. Yeah, so, I've seen yeah, some big can... ones. I guess, yeah, okay, well, it's not unreasonable to think that you could knock one of those out of the sky with a BB gun. I've seen a, there's one guy, a friend of mine, who had like a shotgun that shoots rock salt. And he like blasts mosquitoes out of and the sky with the, the I, rock I've seen salt? the commercials. I want to try that. Like I've seen the commercials where they have like a fly on something and they'll just shoot this little rock salt. Yeah. So like like um the guys from like the Winchesters from Supernatural, like they just put a rock salt in the shotgun and blast off. That's awesome. Yeah, I got to use one of those. It's actually pretty fun. We'll step away here and come back with more of your calls and text messages on the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line. You know the digits. It's five oh four. 260-1870. And coming up at 3 o'clock, we're going to talk to Kelly Shannon, a historian at Stanford University, about Iran. We'll get a good long look at the history of Iran in the 20th century and how foreign interference in Iranian affairs changed the course of history in the Middle East. Will we ever have a normalized relationship with Iran? We'll find out from Kelly Shannon. That's coming up at 320. I'm going to step away and come right back. Ian Hoke in for Scoop. See you in a second. <laughs> See you in a second. I'll remind you, I'm collecting uh, scary stories from you, gentle listener. You can email me a scary story or an anecdote, something that happened to you or something you think would be fun for me to share on the radio tomorrow. In the 3 o'clock hour, I'm going to be reading your ghost stories. I did that last year, and I think everybody really enjoyed it. I turned down the lights, and I, I closed the blinds. You remember that, Coleman? It was like... This is dark and spooky in here. Yeah, man. So I want you to email me your scary stories. It's very simple. Just email WWL spooky, all one word, all lowercase, WWL spooky at gmail.com. Do that, and I'll uh, read your story on the air tomorrow. Here's a text that says, uh, Ian, through overseas travels, I've often found a folk treatment for mosquitoes is to hang plastic bags of water sometimes bottles, to keep mosquitoes away. I see it here sometimes, too. Likely cultural imports from our tropical neighbors. People swear by it, but I have no idea how it's supposed to work. Yeah, I've heard of that, too. People hanging up like uh, like a gallon plastic bag full of water, and it makes the mosquitoes go away? I have no idea how that's supposed to work. I do know that here in Louisiana, we will often uh, paint the ceiling of our porches uh, we'll paint it like sky blue, and I am meant to understand that that makes mosquitoes think that they're underneath an open sky and that they might get eaten by a bird or a bat, and it confuses them, and so they stay away from your porch. I, maybe that's a myth, too. If somebody listening knows if that actually actually is effective, <laughs> if painting the ceiling of your porch sky blue uh, actually makes 
your porch less attractive to mosquitoes. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. don't mosquitoes lay their eggs in still water? So wouldn't the bags of water give them a place to lay their eggs? Well, I, think, I know they, that's why they say don't have buckets of water just hanging around your backyard. Well, because... certainly not. Yeah, you can't have just standing water around your house. But I, I, I think the bags are closed. I don't think it's like a op- like the bag's not open. The mosquitoes can't get to the water. Huh. I don't think. I don't know. I've never I've never seen anybody hanging hanging bugs up, hanging bags, hanging bags of water up. Here's a text that says shortly after Katrina, the plumbing in my apartment had issues with fruit flies. I smeared a paper plate with shaving cream and waved it over my sink and I pulled them out of the air. Huh. That's very creative. Probably made a little bit of a mess, but whatever works, right? Here's the news with Chris Miller. I'll be back in about 10 minutes. Stick around. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.